Hello and welcome to Bomb Squad, In Dreams Club's PlayStation podcast. My name's Andrew Mongerton and as always I am welcomed by my wonderful co-host Christopher Sloan. Oi oi! How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. good. Excellent. Uh, we're going to continue our quest. Oh, the tradition. Oh yes, yes, my, um, my RPG maker character. So you might remember the last time you created a dwarf, a female dwarf called Lily. Lily, my good, my good girl. Today we're going to focus on Lily's background Mm-hmm. and her class okay okay so fun um her background you have a choice to make here yes okay? so basically lily is either going to be um quite lowborn, mm-hmm. so quite uh, you might say like quite a, like a commoner yes yeah yeah or gotcha. she's going to be part of like like dwarven nobility like mm-hmm. so you, you need to pick co- like a commoner or is she part of the nobility what do you think Oh, just out of those two? Yep, that's it. Okay, I... Uh, Lily... I think Lily's a commoner. I commoner? She, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she... Yeah, she's she's lived a tough life and seen some shit. She's seen some shit. She, she well, I think I know the answers. But ba- so basically now we're going to choose your class. Okay. And you have two choices here. Two? Only two. Um, and then within that you get another... A subclass. A subclass type. as well. Uh, so okay, you can pick warrior or rogue. I think I've got to go warrior. Really? She, she a chunky girl. Okay, I thought you were going to go rogue. With no, them. no. Um, I, I do normally go rogue recently. Having been like a commoner. Yeah. No, no, okay. no, no. She, she, no, but she's like, she's like, all I can do in life is fight. Okay. That's all I know. So basically, now you have a choice of four potential um, uh, subclasses here. Okay. Okay. That are all like warrior based. So yeah, you've yeah. got a berserker. Okay, okay, so the idea, yeah. you know, just giving into rage and like going into battle. Kind yeah, of that. yeah. Um, you. You've got uh, champions, mm-hmm. um, so kind of like a, a confident leader in battle. Um, that you can inspire those that fight with you potentially. Yeah. Um, a reaver. Okay, now reavers um, kind of almost lean into like demonic. Oh, so okay. that you can kind of actually like terrify enemies. By yeah, that. yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't think she's that. You, so basically, like the closer they are to their own death, the more damage they take, like the more powerful they might become. Sure. Uh, the last one is a Templar. Okay. Templar. Now, Templars specifically um, have a thing against, they're, they're very good against magic users. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where their main. So you basically Templar, Reaver, Champion, or Berserker. Can you just read me Champion one more time? Um, the idea behind it. So like the idea of veteran warrior, confident leader in battle, can inspire allies, um, can also intimidate people with your. I think I think that's Lily, and the Lily's reason, a champion. Yeah, she was downtrodden in her life, but she's taken that pain that she's felt and she channels channels it as a leader. And kind of can inspire the people around her to that basically anyone can do something. Cool. She's an inspiration to everyone. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. That's okay. it. That's it. That's all we got for this time. So uh, good. I'm looking. Kind of, I'm looking forward L- to the Lily. Next. We decide she's a female dwarf. She's common, lowborn. Yeah. But a, a warrior, a champion warrior. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Perfect. We'll see, we'll see how Lily gets on uh, next time. Okay. Right. Well, now we have the first of of many things moving forward so season two we've decided we're kind of we're kind of going to go on this kind of one week we'll do some news 
and talk about some hot topics. And then the other week, we're just going to have a bit of a rambling conversation about a, a certain thing. Hot topics. A hot topic or, or anything, really. So this week, we are going to discuss bosses in gaming. Yeah. So the good old, the boss kind of comes at the end of a chapter or the end of a game or anything like that. Um, I think they're, they're probably nowadays probably becoming a little bit more archaic as an idea yeah but you don't see boss battles much anymore no because i think think so much can like there's a lot of build up to them and so much can be let down by yeah if it's not too great or as and as an example some boss battles that aren't great you've got atlas at the end of bioshock one an almost perfect game ruined destroyed um, and then you, then you see when when they made the next well not the next one but in- infinite. infinite there was no boss battle it was just there yeah. was you're on a ship and there's a few waves of enemies isn't yeah. there? there's no yeah, actual yeah. Yeah. one boss so they kind of like got a yeah. bit well it even had Ken Levine I think a year or two on Twitter go apologising saying by the way guys sorry that boss battle was shocking at the end of that game I'm really sorry we did that so yeah, sometimes it can work negatively against a game. Um, however, when done right, mm. they can be pretty epic. And that's what we want to go into here. Um, now, I will say, when you told me about when you gave me this idea, I was kind of like, I love this. I love this. I have lent slightly on some of my, my favorite boss battles. So sometimes they might be kind of simple and not like mechanically that interesting, but they're some of my best memories from yeah. these. So I don't know if that lines up with how you went through this as yeah, well. Yeah, I've done that pretty yeah. much. I've, I've come with a similar idea. Okay. Just my favourites. Okay, well, so I've got... We, we've got our kind of top five. Yeah. Um, I've put mine in order. Have you... I have got an order as well. Okay, good. Um, there's a, I, I wrote down a list of bosses that kind of stuck out to my head. So there's a couple of um, honourable mentions that maybe we should go through first. Yeah, let's yeah. go through. I've got a few honourable mentions as well. So Cool, cool. Okay, well, one... I'll start with one of mine... Um, so I actually did all of mine in order. Um, <laughs> my first honorable mention is Trance Kuja, which is the, not the last, but basically the main boss of Final Fantasy IX. Kuja okay. is your kind of, your your enemy throughout most of the game, and Trance Kuja is his final form. Um, and it's again one of these kind of epic, just coming, bringing together the music for it is absolutely incredible. Um, visuals are really cool as well. He looks really, really awesome as as a trance version, which is their kind of um, limit break type things in the game. Um, so that for me was just a, a fun, fun end to the game. It, there is an additional boss that happens straight after, which just kind of comes out of nowhere. But this was the real. There always is in Final Fantasy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's go on on that. One of mine is uh, Sephiroth from the end of Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah. Um, do you, wait, do you fight Sephiroth? Sephiroth? What? Um, yeah so he's you know obviously does some heinous stuff all the way through the game and he's he's your main villain or is he mm. is he is um, it yourself uh, probably Whoa. not uh, <laughs> so yeah and, and it's a cool fight and the music's obviously incredible for that for the whole fight um, especially when you and it's like Cloud and yeah. stuff together that's a really cool moment um, so yeah that'll be, that'll, that's one of my honourable mentions good stuff one of mine here is um, this was from very recently actually from Control so control has some really interesting bosses and the one that stuck out to me i actually so i don't know if you remember chris so something that didn't make my list was any any bosses from shadow of the colossus which i'm sure would make some people's list but um there was one in the sand sea yeah well there was there was some there was an infamous moment when um this game ps2 game shadow of the colossus got remade 
remastered for PS3. And I'd never played it, so... This is like in 2012. Yeah, this is a long time ago. So I was I was like, oh, I better play this. And I was living with Chris and um, started playing. And I just couldn't quite get on with the controls. And there's one which is kind of like a giant flying snake, a flat flying snake that kind of goes along. And it's, yeah, it's, I think it's it in sand. It dives under, sand, yeah. under the sand, isn't it? And you kind of have to grab onto it, hold on, and then work your way up it. And for some reason, this boss gave me a lot of issues. And I, up until that point... I'm not someone who gets too angry at games, but something snapped inside me one time when I fell off. And I got so angry that I, I got the, the DualShock 3. I put it up to my mouth and I bit the top of the controller and I had these two little fang marks kind of on the controller. And then I threw it on the floor and said, fuck this, I'm out of here. <laughs> I did come back and then finish the game. But it's one of my favorite moments Yeah, I gaming. D- I don't know where I was going with that. I do know where I was going with that. So in a similar way that I I actually got so fucking annoyed at this boss. I died so many times trying to do... It's a boss called Anchor in Control, okay? It's kind of... Most of the bosses are kind of optional side stuff. Um, generally speaking, it's a big old hole in the middle of the room with four platforms, north, south, west, east. Okay. And you have to essentially remain floating the whole time. You've got to kind of balance that between this giant thing in the middle which is is going round clockwise okay and what it does is it shoots out hundreds of clocks okay it fires out and if you get caught in it it's basically a one hit kill so it's going round in a 90 degree angle each time as it does this you've got to keep ahead of it or keep behind of it because you can only shoot it in the mouth as well so all around it it doesn't do any damage at the same time, there's baddies coming in, flying in on the ground, shooting stuff. It gets mental. But it was very memorable at the same time. And pretty fucking cool. Nice. So that's that. Oh, um, I I picked... Do you know what I picked? And I, I I'm, don't really stand by this pick mm. at all. But um, I've gone with uh, Rafe as the ending boss of Uncharted 4. Where you basically, you're in a pirate ship. Okay. And the pirate yeah. ship's on fire and there's yeah. all treasure around you. And then you just have a sword fight with him. Yeah. And it's a bit weird. It is I, a bit weird. But it's it's a, bit, a bit left field, that one. It's, it's so weird from the rest of the game, but it's quite stressful. Um, and I like how um, like he's got like perfectly like slicked hair and then it starts to like come out and like yeah. sort of starts. And I was like, I like this. burning. Yeah, it's just silly. What happens with three? Um, three, you're in the, the place, aren't you? In the, in the city. sand, in the city. And then and there's then the kind of... There's creepy things come that are yeah. in your imagination. Is there a boss guy that you fight? Yes, it's the guy. Not the old woman, but her mate. Yes, you're and right, you, you're right. It's just like a quick time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting boss spotters at the end of those games, Uncharted. I liked 4, though. 4 was four, four was, 4 was the best of the... 4 was like... A bunch. It was literally like the end of an Indiana Jones film, Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um... Yeah. And it's a good. It's you're a on a good, pirate um, ship as well, aren't you? Yeah, you're on a pirate ship, yeah. and there's treasure all around you, yeah, and some fire, yeah, and it's yeah. like a total um, metaphor for who Nathan Drake is, <laughs> because he's love like it. there, he's willing, he's almost willing to die within all this treasure. Yeah, I love it. It's good, excellent. Um, the other one that I had here was Omega Mark Twelve, which was an optional super boss in Final Fantasy Twelve. Nice. Now the two main ones are. Um, Ziamat, I think is that the name? Tiamat. Tiamat, Tiamat, that's it. Tiamat and then Omega Mark 12. Now these two bosses, you need to kill both of them and you get the Omega badge and something from Tiamat and you put those two together. Was and it then, Tiamat or was it like 
I don't know. Maybe. I think it's Tiamat. Yeah. Anyway, super boss at the end. Um, you put them together and then you can get the Worm Hero Sword, which is basically like by far the best sword in the game. But by that point, there's nothing to kill yeah. anymore. But this boss, so let's we're going to call it Tiamat. I think it is that. Um, that is a weird boss in that it's got like an outrageous amount of health. Um, and it takes just so long to do. This one, however, is harder to kill, has much less health, but it's also in that crystal where there's no oh, map. Yeah. It takes an age to try and find it. When you do get to it, it's really aggressive. And I really remember like playing this and I, I was fighting it for ages with you. And I think I was like just staying alive, like consistently staying alive, but never really doing anything to it. And then I think I had to go. So I handed you the controller and I was like, I don't know, we just need to, maybe a different strategy because we're, we're staying alive but we're not doing anything. And you just like went for it. You just went attack. Don't care about yeah. healing. Attack. And it just suddenly took it down and you killed it. And it was like, that was a great memory for mm. bosses. Um, yeah. Um, I've got one more. Yeah. Um, honorable mention. And it is Deathstroke, Deathstroke from Arkham Origins. Oh, yes. There's a good fight. It's just basically kind of like a, he's got a big sword and you just have to kind of watch him mm. and it's very much the camera comes quite close in yeah and you've nice. got to watch him really carefully and uh, parry his attacks and like okay. eventually knock like his his helmet comes off and yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good it's a really good fight that i think um, i did actually in in preparation for this i looked at a few uh top top kind of boss battles in gaming mm. and that came up a couple of times yeah times. yeah it was just good it's quite interesting it's not even the rock study it's not even yeah. the rock study one it's the wb studios one so yeah yeah fantastic right okay Top five. Top five. Top five bosses of all time. Should I go first? You go first. I think what we'll do is when we get a bit through, yeah, we'll maybe do our like fives and fours. Fives and fours. Then we'll pause. Have a little break. Have a have, play a little game. Right. My number five is Beauvoir from Near Automata or Automata. Which, How do you say it? Yeah. Which Beauvoir, aka Simone. Okay. Now this is the the one of the first bosses you fight and it's in the amusement park um and that has some of my favorite music in a game ever in that location i love it you kind of get dropped into this boss battle and the whole storyline behind it is that she's a robot that just wants to look really beautiful so she kind of like puts all this stuff all over her but then at the same time she's like screaming out for you to kill her so there's this weird kind of like jarring she wants to die but she's trying to kill you as well happening um and also it really messes around with um your camera so you're you're looking at her normally and then all of a sudden subtly the camera is suddenly on over above you and you can't you can't look at her you can only see top down all sorts of crazy stuff happening but it was just very memorable with amazing music and it was so it was the first time you fight a proper boss in that game as well so so yeah it was such a dramatic moment there yeah i thought it's quite easy because don't you just hack her and then well, you hack her, you hack her for a while, and then... Isn't that the second playthrough you do that? Oh, sorry, you were t- yeah. I was about hacking and slashing. I was no, talking. no, I mean like... No, you secondly, you just hack her. Yeah, that's super easy. First playthrough, though, <laughs> you fight, and then after a certain amount, her skirt comes up, and there's like a robot dog that comes out and tries to bite you. Good old Japan. Yeah, it's, it's great stuff. Um, and there's loads, of, um, there's loads of dead robots on crosses all over the place that start um you have to shoot them as well because they start yes, kind of yeah, blowing yeah. up if you get close it's it's a wild wild boss battle um and a lot of fun yeah okay that's my number five okay um, oh right. sorry side oh, thing sorry, oh, sorry sorry in typical near fashion um 
she is uh where's the trivia thing i've got here so i was i, was, I kind of googled beauvoir and then it came up with simone de beauvoir and i was like who the hell is that i was like oh it's a french philosopher that was into existential thinking and i was like right that makes sense um and then her machine name which is simone is also the name of an opera singer and that's why she's also an opera singer as well so classic near stuff there nice um right so my number five it's a bit yeah. of an odd one um and i want to put you into the situation that it might occur um in order to make you really feel this so basically you have to imagine okay. you are a character you're in wait, an wait, open... wait, wait. let me close my eyes okay, okay. i'm ready right you're in an open world game mm-hmm. and you are sort of running around you are killing things you are um doing these quests you're climbing up uh buildings and stuff and then suddenly hmm. you'll enter this area and there'll be the camera will shift mm-hmm. and it'll focus on something that's just found you and you'll hear oi man filth <laughs> right okay so my number five is any random orc boss yes. that you have a huge kind of um uh feud with yeah. throughout uh middle earth shadow of mordor with the nemesis system the nemesis system yeah Yeah. so i was thinking and i was like some of the best stuff i had was obviously obviously in that game there are proper bosses as well you go through and you fight but that it's the ones that you kind of make yourself where you will have this hunt to kill this really low level orc and what will happen is you'll go up to him and you'll you can scan them i can't remember exactly how you quite you have to gather information you scan and you scan them and you find out that this one is uh, really susceptible to just jumping from a height and assassinating them and that's it he's dead yeah. yeah and you can literally kill him in one go so you do that then later but later on in the game they come back yeah he'll come back and he will know that the last time you killed him you jumped from above so he now is really good at defending himself Love against it. stuff from above it's so good and you're like damn and then each time he sees you that he will have gone up a like a rank and he'll be a little bit stronger and he'll know how you killed him last time yeah, so yeah. you have to find a bit more information scan him again you go oh, okay right he's really scared of um, these specific little flies Yeah. so what you do is you get him you get him near where the fl- these flies thing are you attract them yeah. they come over and he starts running away scared and then nice. you can easily just assassinate him Yeah. and he dies and then a couple of hours later he'll he's come back. back and you can't kill him that way so it forces you to keep go on learning. To, keep, to keep going and to keep like changing how you kill them yeah um, until eventually they're just these ridiculous things that are just plaguing you wherever you go in the yeah. game um and i'm the other, thinking they, they can be like multiple of them going at the same time oh yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure and and the other thing as well is that if if at some point he's killed you he'll yeah. never let you forget it because yeah. he'll like come up and be like oh you want some more after i killed you last time yeah, like, like that and it's so good they remember so yeah it's not really it's not really like a boss battle in the traditional sense but, but it's that sort of thing cause it's, you make because it's you make it your own like. mm. so yeah that's my number five really Absolutely. really good no, shame, no, love... shame shadow of war just kind of shit the bed but... yeah yeah it's um we i'd love to see that system being expanded upon in more and more games it kind of, or just that thought process behind enemies being in, if, as long as you're not going for some sort of super realistic style thing if you are going for an rpg-ish yeah, type yeah. thing that kind of system in place is such a great idea i want something like that when um i don't know what kind of game it may be like a 
game where you're kind of putting people in prison or something and then mm. they like break out and they'll remember how you yeah. call them i don't know maybe maybe like watchdog if like watchdogs yeah a game like that or something how that sort of system would work really well yeah but i think it's more just the over the top nature of the orcs and yeah like really sort of um east end london accents yeah like yeah, Some of them really. are quite flamboyant as well, aren't they? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. It's, it was a really good system. Am I right in thinking, is there one of those where he, like, becomes meeker and meeker as you kill, like, um, or, yeah. or something like that, isn't it? So I think there was basically a way, um, instead of killing them, you can, like, when you get them down low, instead of killing them, you can kind of, um, like, kind of take control of them. Yeah. And it's the guy, the more and more you do it, the more and less he can talk. And he basically yeah. stops being able to even speak English because yeah. you've like he just destroyed you. Like yeah. uh, I think it's it's not like embarrassed. It's like another word for it. But there's something like that. Yeah. You do that to them. It's, it's quite funny that. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. On to number four. Right. My number four is is one of my earliest memories of a of a boss battle which is Psycho Mantis from mm. MGS1, from Metal Gear Solid 1. This was, one of the, this was one of those seminal moments in gaming where I'm kind of playing something and you're like, no way can this be a, a thing. And actually, I got that a lot with Nier, where I was like constantly thinking, no way, did they just do this? It keeps on left turning when you think it's going to go right and stuff. But this, so Psycho Mantis, you're kind of going along. You've seen him throughout the game, for most of the game, kind of floating around here and there. And then when you fight him, he just the the creativity of like reading your save files on your memory card. So it would say, "Oh, I can see that you've been playing blah blah blah," because you've got a save file on there. He he says, "Oh, look, put down your controller." Like he's so breaking the, the kind of fourth wall down. He's like, "Can you put your controller down there?" And if you've got a, if you had a dual shot, it would he'd start. I can make your controller move, and he'd start making it vibrate, and it yeah. would start moving. And if you didn't, he'd be like. What you don't have a dual shock? And he's like questioning about why you don't have the controller. And he would do loads of kind of crazy things. Like as you're fighting, it's just in a room. You're just kind of shooting him and stuff, and he's floating around, going invisible and stuff. And every now and then, he would just like cut the screen to green, so you can't even see. And then your little, the actual screen of what's happening would go to the top right hand corner as a tiny thing, and it would just be like a a, a blank TV screen. And you're like, what on earth? It was just so imaginative with how it was messing about with what you think yeah. can be in a game. And the creativity of some of that is the best. So good. And it, and it was great because it wasn't... It was perfectly done in the theming of his character as well. It wasn't just, oh, I'm going to throw some crazy ideas. It was, this is supposedly this um, kind of person who can control people and now he's controlling the game almost. It was so, yeah, really, really amazing little moment in, in the history of gaming for sure. Um, okay, so my number four. Yeah. Um, I picked quite an old game here. So oh, yeah. basically, oh, yeah. um, when you start Final Fantasy IV, mm. you are a character called Cecil. Okay. Who is a dark knight. Love a dark knight. Who's working for like the Empire, like that sort of thing. And he, he's got huge black arm there and a, d- nice. and a dark sword. And basically, he's got the, his special ability is called darkness, and it shoots out this dark power that, that injures you, mm-hmm. but also does damage to every other enemy. Nice, and nice. it's awesome because basically you can like clear the boards yeah. out the first um, for like the first four or five hours of the game. Um, there then comes a point though when you realise that you're actually kind of on the wrong side, mm. and the empire's kind of bad things, and everything's going wrong, and and ba- you end up going to this town that has been kind of like 
kind of like besieged and obliterated by this empire that you used yeah. to work for. And people in the town recognize you. Nice. And anyone you try to talk to, they just, they're like, they don't want anything to do with you. There's one person who will actually turn you, use the spell pig on you. Okay. And you have to then get one of your mages to cast pig to get rid of it and stuff. Right. Because, um, and you basically then go on this short quest um, to mount ordeals. And you have to basically get to stop it. There's a couple of boss battles and all that. Usual yeah. sort of stuff. But then you fight. You basically shed the part that the fact that you're a dark knight and you become a paladin. Nice. But in order to do that, you Roll become reversal. this paladin and you go into this room with this kind of big mirror and you fight a dark knight. Nice. So it's, are, are you a paladin at this point? Yeah, okay, so you're a paladin cool. at this point. And, and the battle starts and it goes into the sort of... It's got ATB gauges by this point, Final Fantasy, and, um, but it's obviously still turn-based. And... Yeah. Um, you're there and you can and you're fighting yourself, yeah. kind of this dark knight versus this paladin. And obviously the dark knight is using the darkness power against you and you're like fighting, you've got this new sort of like uh, light light uh, good sword instead of having like a darkness blade mm-hmm. and all that, a dark blade. And um every now and then through it there's a bit that says, um uh, like it comes up the top of saying like um Cecil, like that, and it's like your name and then it just goes eventually after sort of like five, six, seven minutes of this, where you're not getting anywhere. Like he's doing your, and because you're a paladin, you know you now have the spell cure. Okay. So he's getting you quite low, and you're having yeah, to just yeah. like keep just curing yourself and then attacking when you can. And it, then it comes up about ten minutes in, saying a true paladin stays his blade. And then you realise the whole fight, you need to just defend. Yeah. And you need to not do it. And eventually, the dark knight, because he's using that darkness power that kill that consumes his HP. Ends up dies yeah. and falls and then you then you're kind of like you've shed that side yeah. of him and he becomes the true the paladin and it's a really good it's such a cool moment in the yeah. game that um, and such a good way of it being like oh like that's how you, that's how he like become like sheds the evil deeds that he's done in the past so yeah. really like cool and it's and it's cool because it's not like this huge scale thing of yeah it's just this turn based kind of oh like yeah, yeah, and you you don't even like you basically you just need to switch yourself to the back row and defend. I love that's that the whole thing. That's that's I love that kind of thing when you it, it you're so ingrained to play games in certain ways that sometimes when it just switches up even just a little bit, mm. it can be so rewarding. What what you were just saying there about that really made me remind myself actually of um, now full spoiler. Well, obviously all of this is spoilers because we're talking about bosses. Mm. Um, it reminded me then also of the end of Hellblade, which is where you're fighting away all these kind of guys. And then at the very end, you actually just need to stop and be killed. Mm. Like you have to give up. You have to do like You can't keep on fighting. You've yeah. got to give up basically with it. Um, yeah, I love that. I love that idea. Yeah. So really cool. I re- I, that, that's really stuck out, especially in that game as well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. Really cool moment. Excellent. Right. Okay. Well, that's our top five and four done isn't it yeah five and four okay we've just got the top three so let's let's pause there for a second cool enough about bosses now let's shift into a little game so this time i'm going to be testing you on some knowledge okay okay now this is all about a game series which knows bosses very well and you've just been talking about it this is final fantasy length times okay according to how long to beat we're going to look at how long are most of the Final Fantasy games. I haven't included every single one, 
but I have included a lot. Well, there's a lot of a lot of them. Yeah. Um. So we're going to start off with Final Fantasy One. Okay. I need you to st- first of all give a guess at the at the time according to how long to beat. If you get it right, you'll get a point. And if you get it wrong, I'll tell you what the time is. Moving forward, then you're going to tell me whether the next game in the series is going to be longer or shorter. Okay. Bonus point for getting the uh, getting the time. All right. Okay. So Final Fantasy One. Yeah. I'm going to say. Uh, played it recently. I know. Uh, I'm going to say 14 hours. Okay. Well, it was 17 and a half. That's okay. going to be the hardest moment of, yeah, of this yeah. entire game. So, so there's no point there. That's a shame. So Final Fantasy 2, is it longer or shorter? I'm fairly confident that 2 is a bit longer. You're correct there. Good. A stab uh, at the time? I'm going to say 21. 25 and a half. Uh, okay. Okay. Final Fantasy 3. Longer or shorter? Is it from 25 and a half hours? Are we going up or down? I'm going to say up. Slightly. You're saying longer? Yeah. That is correct. Okay. I don't think it's much. What did you say? Was it 25 and a half? 25 and a half. I'll say like 27. 29 and a half. Ooh, okay. So okay. a couple of hours extra. Okay. Moving swiftly on to Final Fantasy 4. Is that now longer or shorter? I'm going to say shorter. That is correct. Nice. Uh, how long? Uh, 24? Oh! And a half? 23 oh, and a okay. half. Man, <laughs> that was a good guess. Yeah. Though. That is excellent work. Um, right, so now transitioning then from Final Fantasy 4 to 5. Okay, I'm going to start struggling now. Okay, well, so we're at 23 and a half hours. Is Final Fantasy 5 longer or shorter? Game? I think it's longer. You think it's longer? I think they're going to get pretty long. Okay, well... Is that right? You're right. Good. Uh, I'm going to guess like 30 hours. You're always pretty close. It's 33. 33. 33. No, 6. 6. Longer or shorter than 33 hours? Um, Wow, what an amount of time to put in a game, eh? I think this one is... Just... I'm going to maybe a bit shorter. That's incorrect. Okay. Longer than that. Oh, Can you redeem yourself? Oh, so now you know it's longer. 36. Oh! <laughs> 35 and a half. <laughs> oh my God. Close. She's cutscenes, man. Which... Yeah, exactly. Um, right, so 35 and a half, moving into Final Fantasy 7. I'm pretty sure it's longer. Is that your final guess? Yeah. You'd be right in saying Good. that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's over. I'm pretty sure it's like 40, isn't it? Like, f- I'll go 40. Okay, it's 38 and a half. Okay. Close, close, close. Okay. So you're at 38 and a half. You're moving swiftly into Final Fantasy VIII. Right. So I know this one's longer. And I've got a feeling this one's like obscene. I think it's like, does this one breach 50? No. It doesn't. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought eight was like ridiculously long. We're on 42 and a half hours. Okay. Is is eight. Is eight. Yeah. 42 and a half. 42 and a half. So now, moving on to my favourite, number nine. Um, oh, higher or like lower? It's in the 40s. Is it, is it more than 42 and a half? Or is it less? Hmm. I'm going to say... Hmm. I'm going to say... Shorter. And you'd be correct in saying good. that. Very good. What is Very it? good. I don't know. You need oh, to tell me. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm going to say 39. Oh, 
440 on the dot. <sighs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is a hard game. But yeah, you're doing, this you're is doing a hard well. Game. You're doing well. You've only got, other than the first, you've only got one wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're at 40 hours. We're moving into the PS2 with Final Fantasy X. Are we going shorter or longer I'm than pro- 40? I'm pretty sure it's longer. And you would be right yeah. in saying that. <laughs> How long? Um, 48 hours. Well, shit the bet. That's that on right? the money. Is it? Get 48 it. hours. Ding, 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 ding. Excellent, excellent. Now we're just, we're just, we're just swerving off onto the side and having a bit of a 10-2. Bullshit. 10-2. Uh, short, much shorter, I think. You'd be right in saying that. What, do, what was that, 48? That was 48, yeah. Uh, 31. Not bad, not bad. 35. Okay. 35. Um, so now we are moving on to Final Fantasy twelve. Uh, so longer or shorter longer than 35? Longer or shorter, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely longer. It's probably almost double, isn't it? Longer. Like, I'm just going to... Um, are you going to double check? I'm just going to double check this one because I also have a feeling... I feel like it's 60-something hours, this game. This is a big-ass game. It is. I went on to how long to beat, but what might have happened is... Ah, I see my issue. I've gone on the Zodiac Age by mistake. Okay. So, aha, ah, ah, yes, I've got the score now. I'm going to say 62 hours. Um, You're not far off wrong there. (laughs) It's uh, 60 and a half. Very close again, very close again. Okay. 60 and a half hours. Right, so now we're moving into Final Fantasy 13. Heroine of Lightning. She strikes. She hasn't returned yet. It must be, it must be shorter. You'd be right in saying that. But is it short enough? Is it short? I'm saying enough? it's in the 40s. Okay. Now, that means you've got 10 different numbers you could pick from. Uh, I'm going to say 45. That's very diplomatic of you, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's 49. So quite long. That quite long. long. These, yeah. these, the games basically ramp up in length until yeah. very recently. They've just tailed yeah. off. So then now we're going into... Final Fantasy Thirteen this. Two. Oh god! So shorter? Sh- you would be right in saying shorter, yeah. Um, I don't know, thirty-five, twenty-eight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. There you go. Love that. Now we're uh, now we're we're, we're finalising the trilogy, so we're with Light- Final Fantasy Lightning Returns. Not even called Thirteen. Now I have I know that how this game works, so I know that technically you could finish this game pretty quick. Mm, because you're on a timer, right? Yeah, okay. you're on a timer. Um, I don't know. However, is it longer or shorter than 28 hours? Hmm. Hmm. Tricky. I wanted to say like 25 hours, which is obviously shorter. Mm. But I'm going to say longer. You would be right in saying longer. Yeah, so. 33 and a half. Ooh, 34. <laughs> oh. My goodness, that I was close. That, game. that was close. Um, and the last one we've, we've skipped out 12 and 14 because they're MMO so it's hard 11 to say. and 14 11 and 14 sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so last one then Final <sighs> Fantasy 15 damn according to how long to beat for the main story your previous game was Lightning Returns which was 34 hours are we going longer or shorter I don't know I feel like it's fairly similar uh, longer it's shorter no 
Shorter. And how many hours do you reckon? Uh, what was it? Thirty-four and a half. The last one. Thirty-four. Um, it must be thirty hours, surely. Thirty-one and a half hours. Twenty-eight. Damn. Getting back to the old school roots, nice. you know. Love you that. Know? In more ways than one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Fourteen. You got fourteen mm-hmm. out of a possible thirty-one. Now, were they? So, are we not saying they were bonus points? To well, you didn't extra? say they were bonus points on my last game last week, so I think I did. But they were counted in the score, weren't they? Yeah, but what game did we do last time? The one about um. Oh, good question. Uh. Oh, boss or drops. drops. Yeah. Yeah, but boss or drops is like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right then. So was... I don't feel like I feel like I did well. You did do very well. I feel like I did pretty well. You did. That was a bloody hard game. All right. So you you actually got fourteen out of fifteen. Sixteen. Fourteen out there of sixteen. There we go. There we go. I'm wild. So that. That's that's a pretty good return. Nice. I win. It's a good job. Did I win? Cool. Um. Right. Back to it. Back to the bosses. Back to the bosses. Is it is it my go or is it your go? I think it's you. mine. Yeah, yeah you yeah. went first. So. Or unless we can switch it up if you want. Yeah, um, you go. You let's go. Let's switch first. it up. Okay, let's switch it up. I'm going to talk about my number three. Yeah. So my number three boss is an interest. Just wondering if I want to just change the order right Ooh. in the last minute. Ooh. I don't think I will though. Number three. I want. Do I want to? Give you the yeah okay I'll do it this way right okay you are playing a person okay wait in a game in, oh in a game okay I see what you mean in right. real life I was like Whoa. now in the game mm-hmm. you are trying to obviously beat bad guys and there's obviously lots of stuff going on okay sounds about right and then something happens oh no. And the whole way the game is perceived is flipped on its head. Hmm. Spec Ops the Lion? No. Oh. I'm talking about Scarecrow from Arkham Asylum. Wow. Okay? Wow. Wow. You, there are all these little telltale signs that say you're about to go. Because there's a couple of times that you face Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. And there's always there's this sort of gas hissing. So you, you realise that the, his, his fear toxin. Yeah. It's being, it's, it's being pumped into room and you know something's going to happen. And there's a part where you're walking through and you're forced to like relive when Bruce Wayne's parents were killed. Nice. Um, then the game changes to being, instead of being sort of like a third person action game, it almost turns into like a, um, a stealth platformer mm-hmm. where you've got to get around without being seen because if Scarecrow sees you, you die. Yeah. And you're fighting his like weird it. Scarecrow, uh, Scarecrow, it's the weird skeleton warriors that come up and you've got to fight them. Um, and then you obviously win it by, and you basically have to get to the bat signal and push it so the light. Is this where he's like a scared. giant? And he's like a giant. Yeah, middle, with the yeah. Need, with needle fingers. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. So cool. And these bits were were done so well in these games that Arkham Knight, when that one came out, yeah. he was kind of made the the big ah, the big boss. Cool. In fact, at the end of um, it's kind of hints at the very end of Arkham Asylum, the the uh, after cred- credits moment. Mm. There's um titan formula which is what like joker injects himself into making himself all stupid and big at the end yeah yeah. um 
there's a bit of that that's floating away from Arkham Asylum. Yeah. And just this one hand comes on it from out of the water and it's like Scarecrow's hand. Nice. With the needles. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I do remember seeing this bot about boss battle and thinking, damn, that's a pretty cool boss battle. Well, the Scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah really yeah. cool. The fact that it just changes the game up totally and yeah. makes you... Um, Makes you have to kind of use different skills. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, some of the most memorable moments from that whole yeah. uh, whole game. Especially because the final boss of Arkham Asylum is kind of a bit... Uh, yeah, I feel like, I feel like ga- games in general do boss as well. But final bosses, mm. it's hard because you, you, you're hyping up to the end of a game. And then if it's, a, if it's not as good as other things you've done, that's where... It, yeah. It can, can be a bit disappointing. Yeah. Excellent okay. stuff. Okay. My number three is uh all right let me paint you a picture okay okay so imagine you are in a cell okay you've been kept there for a day or two you're getting hungry you're getting thirsty and a guy comes over and he kind of offers you a helping hand um and you you reject him you say no i don't want your helping hand and then eventually things transpire and you kind of get out of the cell um and this guy kind of comes back and he's like why why didn't you kind of accept my help and you're like well i didn't want your help because i think you're a bit weird and then he's like well hang on a sec this building's on fire and i'm gonna search for you and you're gonna have to make your way around a load of tables and hide from me and then hit me with a brick and we're gonna eat you and we're gonna eat you as well it's david from the last of us nice that boss battle really stuck for me for a long long time not only because of just the tension that it creates in it, like, ah, oh, it's horrible. Everything that's happening beforehand in it. And then at the end as well, the payoff at the end is so good. Mm. When Ellie just absolutely wails on him and then Joel comes in at the last second and like, pulls her away and then he's got this yeah, beautiful yeah. moment together. Um, David's only in the game for a short period, but he's, he's pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, so seeing him, seeing his demise, it's such a cool, um, it's such a cool moment because he's just he's just some random guy. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. some he's random. Not, he's like, not a super boss, horrible or bloke. Yeah, in this game, and he, like even just the way that obviously we talked about last a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but um, the the way the profound effect that he has on Ellie for the mm, rest of the game, mm. she's a totally different person after. Yeah. Ripples continue after to go through her. Um, yeah. Yeah, very powerful. And again, almost like non-boss boss type thing. There's no, there's no long health. It's like a little stealth mission, isn't yeah, it? Really, like. exactly. Just a really close quarter one um, with a lot of a lot of tension in the air. Naughty Dog do like a tense boss one on one with everything on fire around you, don't they? Mm, they really do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, number two. Number two. Um, I have picked. Now, obviously, when you have boss battles, mm, 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 mm. normally you'll have to, let's say, for example, it's a Final Fantasy game, you'll go through a big dungeon yeah. and you have to manage your, uh, like, how much MP, like your magic you've got with yeah. your health. Yeah. You know that when you get to the end of that dungeon, there's going to be some kind of boss or something. Yeah. So you've got to, like, preserve and preserve, and you've got to get through all this stuff and then get to the boss and make sure you can still survive and actually beat the boss. Um, you know, other games, you'll get to the end of a whole game. Mm. And then they'll have the payoff for this. This boss battle happens right at the start. Okay. So, um, when the new God of War came out. Mm. Ah, yes, 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 um, yes, 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 yes. You have a sort of opening section of the game, but then... It's very chill. 
it's very chill. It's a lovely setting. And then your little home, mm. where you, uh, Kratos, obviously, and your son Atreus, uh, where you live, somebody comes to knock on your door. Yeah. And this person is Boulder. And Boulder, if, if you played that good all, you know that he's the main villain mm. in the game. Um, he is looking, he's basically hunting a giant. Nice. Which has some big spoilers about what that's all going Who, on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but obviously, Kratos assumes he's coming after him. Being a dumb he, idiot. He Kratos, he is. you know, because he's quite, you know, he's got self centered. Like, yeah. He thinks that this guy, Boulder, just wants to pick a fight with Kratos. Yeah. And, uh, so you basically start the game with this massive boss fight with Boulder. And you literally, you can use your axe. You've got your axe, obviously, there's a lot of punching and stuff. But basically, it's like. Um, Imagine, for example, one of the best films ever made, which was, of course, Man of Steel. Yeah. Um, there's a fight where um, Superman fights General Zod. And it's one of those things where it's one of those scenes where, like, just like this wanton destruction across the city. And obviously loads of people would have died. And, um, and it's, it, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things that people always make fun of with mm. um, that fight. Unrightly but, so. I'm right, obviously, because you know, then they pick it up as a thread in Batman with Superman. Exactly, and it's very well made. Good world. Um, so you have a fight similar to that. This idea of you know you steaming through and just punching someone through a tree, yeah, and then through rocks and running at each other and literally just—it's it's like the best superhero fight ever. That was exactly what I was going to say. Um, but in in the, f- the opening hour of a video game, yeah, yeah, um, and it's so brutal where it gets yeah. to because I think how. Um, does it end with you like snapping his neck? Uh, yeah. Then you also like smash a hole through the ground, like you, yeah, like, destroy yeah, yeah. the area. Around it, you. That fight ends with him falling off the. He, you snap his neck and you, you snap his neck and then he falls off. But obviously yeah. he doesn't die. Yes, yeah, he can't ex- die. Exactly. Um, you completely destroy very, the area. Very similar to how the Superman General Zod fight finishes, actually, mm. as well. Maybe a bit of inspiration. Uh, I'm sure that was the main inspiration for God of War was Man of Steel. Um, yeah, just such a cool fight. It makes mm. you. It makes you really right at the beginning of this game go, wow! Like, yeah, the stakes are huge here. Yeah, and and this game is confident to let yeah. you have like arguably the best boss battle in the game at the very beginning. Yeah, for um, sure. Um, and actually, because that's one of the things that I, I mean, if, if you take out the optional Valkyrie fights, mm. not see not too many memorable like, actual boss battles. No, I guess, in you've got a God couple of, of things with some dragons, which are fun, but they're not they're not mm. like you've got the two brothers, haven't you? Is yeah, Magni and Modi. Yeah, which yeah. that is a great fight. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. it's cool. It's fun. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there are other ones in that. Other than the trolls, but they're kind of mini bosses almost. Yeah. Um, and obviously, the the end of the game, yeah. you you have a rerun of the Boulder fight, but yeah. it's a bit more more at stake. Kind of yeah, so yeah, more, and it's, it's a bit more traditional kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, no, excellent choice. Really there. cool boss battle that one. Yeah, had to put that into the list. Yeah. Okay, so my number two is this is one where it's a. The actual boss battle itself is fairly traditional. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's Eredin, who is the leader of the Wild Hunt in The Witcher 3. Okay. He is a fucking cool looking bad. Mm. Okay. He's ridiculous. Kind of mixed with a bit of kind of Lich King, kind like of Sauron, Sauron kind of thing, Lich yeah. King kind of looking. With this incredibly cool sword. Um, he takes off his mask as well. And 
yeah, you have this fight of him, and the fight itself is is still just a great fun fight. Um, it's a very much a slightly overpowered person against Geralt. Kind of so there's a lot of dodging and blocking, and then attacking at the right time. And um, you're on a boat, as all the best Love fights, all the best fights happen on a boat. And what it really is 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 everything coming up to that point, and then you fighting him, and obviously you winning as long as you do kill him. Um, you winning that battle, and it's just it feels such an accomplishment to have like all of that wrap up to this epic fight and then what i love as well that it does and off the back of it, it's kind of getting away from the fight but just the whole moment is then that isn't the pinnacle of the story there is another bit that it lets you be more kind of choice based and you, you kind of you talk through this final big cl- climax of the game but this this is the moment where like the the excitement and all of that builds up to one big point and it's just so epic and it looks amazing and yeah i i, I love it there's a great bit before that where you're switching between characters um, between siri and Geralt, kind of as you're going towards him um just the definition of epic it's kind of like the the, the lord of the rings return of the king giant moment of gaming um and yeah i, I kind of had to include it as a as just an incredible moment awesome Mate. yeah that's number two all right so my number one mm. now i struggle with this but this boss fight always just just sticks in my head whenever i think yeah. of boss fights and um i'm just trying to think the best way that i can sort of introduce this one mm, mm, i love i love a good introduction so i'm ready okay so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna beat around the bush too much okay it's Batman again. Oh my god, it's Batman. Okay. Again. He's back. The Bat- Batman's back. back. Now, in Arkham City, yeah. You have um there's a number of big boss battles and I talk uh, I, I recently got to the point where I was sort of I'm about halfway through the game and mm. there's something there's a part when you actually you have to beat the penguin, he's stolen because basically he's ke- he's managed to like kidnap Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And he's, he's kidnapped a few other enemies as well. Um, and he's like, he's basically got Mister Freeze's gun. And mm-hmm. there's a bit in this uh, in the Iceberg Lounge where you have to try and basically beat Penguin, but he's got this thing. You basically have to get a jammer for the yeah. gun, and then that actually leads into a boss fight with Solomon Grundy. Which, and there's also there's yeah, still going. Yeah, that's yeah, all free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what happens is once you do that, you manage to find you free Mister Freeze because he's basically going to get you this. He, he's going to help you find this cure. For mm. the poison that's in Joker yeah. and spoilers that Joker has infected you with. That is okay. so Joker. Okay. That's so what? Arthur Fleck. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um so when you when you beat the penguin and you get uh Freeze's suit back so that he won't die, he sort of looks at you and goes, Well, there is no there is no cure. Oh so oh he sends dear. you off in this little thing and basically it comes back to yeah. you having this boss fight with Mr. Freeze. Okay. Okay. And do, do you know about this boss fight? I, I feel like I might have seen you once play a little bit of it. And I think I've seen little videos of it, but I don't know it fully. So talk me through it. So in Arkham City, you um, obviously part of the whole game is that this area of Gotham's shut off. And yeah. it's where all the people of Arkham have gone. have been put by Dr. Hugo Strange. Mm. Um, and when you release Mr. Freeze, he goes to the old Gotham police department building and he yeah. takes that as his base and um there's this fairly big room in there 
which which is got it's like a lab kind of thing, mm, and it's where mm. he's kind of doing everything. And there's all sorts of little things that you can interact with. And you've been there from earlier in the game when you're doing stuff as well. And what happens is, in this boss fight, he's in the room. Yeah, you're in the room. Take him down. If he sees you, he'll shoot you with the thing, and that and that gun can mess you up. Yeah, quickly. yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of similar, it's kind of similar to what I was saying earlier about the orcs. Yeah. Because obviously there are part, there are high points in the thing where if he comes under you, you can do a takedown. Yeah. And that will hurt his suit in a specific way. And then, but he then freezes all the places up above, nice. so you can't do that again. Nice. You then have to go. Okay, right. What's another way I can take him down? All right. Well, I can um, hide behind this part, wait for him to walk past, stealth behind him, taking down. Great. Okay. But yeah. then. He won't do that. He has a proximity sensor on his suit so that you can't then uh, yeah. sneak around, sneak up behind him like that. Then you go, what the hell do I do next? Because yeah. you've got to hit him like, I think like five, five times or something. Yeah. So it basically, it's like, oh my goodness, like you've got all of these gadgets, you've got all these ways to interact with the environment, um, but it has to be different each time. Yeah. So it's like, when I play the games, I like, I often, I often find like, oh, I like this way. And this is how I do it. Yeah. And this boss fight's like, nah, you can't do that. Yeah, you have to yeah. then keep it, keep switching it up the whole time. You have time. to switch it yeah, up. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's just the way that he taunts you with it. He's like, oh, you won't be doing that to me again, Batman. Like, yeah. this is the way it's so good. It's such a like memorable little fight. And then when you finally get that last hit on him by um, waiting underground in the grates on the floor or um, try, uh, putting an electrical charge on this part over in another side so when he walks past he gets electrocuted then you take him down yeah yeah um oh i'm trying to think what the other ways are you can take him out there's a cut there's one or two others as well but he does things by like um icing part of the environment so that you can't walk on it or can't like zip to it quickly or anything yeah. like that so good really messing with the environment to mess yeah your normal go-to ways of defeating something yeah you got so so out. so good yeah. so good um yeah that that for me is i don't know if that's the most i i think i remember like i think the scarecrow fight is often seen as like yeah, one of the biggest yeah. things but for me i love that i, I did love... see mr freeze mentioned oh, as those, i mentioned as well in, yeah yeah the mr freeze list. fight for me is yeah. so so good and i'm i'm currently playing arkham city and i'm very yeah. close to that point again. excellent um yeah A seminal moment absolutely definitely okay well that leaves me with my number one and i have to dip back into my favorite series of all time Metal Gear Solid because there's, there's just so many things to dip into now I thought Assassin's Creed was your favourite series well that for me that's like S tier so I don't I don't really consider oh, okay. it in lists and stuff I gotta kind of keep it separate um, oh, I like the Assassin's Creed one where you um, jump down on someone yeah and then you it goes weird and then there's a feather yeah I like that one yeah that's that's fun um, yeah I like the tailing missions <laughs> I wish there was a boss battle of tailing missions Oh, God, please, no. Right. Sorry, go on. No, that's fine. Metal Gear Solid. There were so many I could have picked from. I could have picked Sniper Wolf. I could have picked Flipping the End of my favourite, second favourite game of all time, MGS4 with Liquid Ocelot. The Brother! Punch. Yeah, the, the punching on top of the thing with the epic everything going on. Just before that, you're, like, going down the nuclear walkway. Oh, it's amazing. It's so the, epic. The boss... The boss. The end of three. Exactly, the boss. Another fantastic one. Sehalanthropus from MGS5. Fucking horrendous yeah. every time you see it. Um, any of the... The MGS4 bosses generally are a little on the weaker side, but they're still super fun. Um, Vulcan Raven. Oh, there's just too many to talk talk about. There's one. There's one that stands above. 
and that is the end mm. oh my goodness me this this goes kind of into everything that i love about a game um you've got you've got this this kind of fabled legend old sniper man kind of in this group of um kind of super soldiers almost and there's there's a couple of moments in this game where you actually you actually see him from a distance you're kind of walking down this stream and in the distance you can see a doorway and you can see him on his he's kind of a very old man a bulldog he's been man. like wheelchair he's on a wheelchair yeah. yeah he's talking with some of the other people some of the other people are talking they kind of wheel him away if you're really quick you can actually get out a gun shoot him and kill him and you never have to fight him later in the game it's crazy that. it's it's ridiculous but you don't want to do that you don't want to ruin yourself of the best boss battle ever because oh my goodness you come into this you come into this the whole game is set in kind of jungles most of the time and you walk in and what it is is with mgs3 you've got these kind of very, fairly linear but little areas that you go into and they connect to another area and then you go to another area so you've got these little little kind of playgrounds this boss battle takes place over three interconnected areas and at no point do you know where he is for sure because he's just in jungle and he's wearing kind of green ammo so what you have to do is you have to be patient you have to play a sniper's game so you walk in you hear sounds of birds and maybe a snake in the grass and then all of a sudden the shot comes at you and you're like what the hell where did that come from so you have to you have to start looking out and you you kind of crawl on the floor and you you, you kind of scan the horizon do you see a little glint of a uh, of a sniper scope in the in the sun kind of moving around if you can see it then you kind of you know where he is, so you've got to work your way around. Maybe he's in a completely different area. And eventually you find him, and then you can kind of shoot him, and then he'll shoot, he'll put like a smoke grenade down and run away, kind of scutter away. And he's got a little parrot with him as well, which will chirp away, so if you can listen out as well, if you can hear him. But the beauty of this, not only is that just a fun game, like it's, it's you, you, you slow down, you relax. This can take 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes if you want it to. Um, the best thing about it, though, is this game. This game knows everything that you're going to do. What do you do? You're thinking, this guy's pretty old. So you pause the game. You close down the game. You go into your PlayStation and you change the date on it. You move it forward, let's say, 20 years. Then you load back up the game. And what do you see? You go up to the end and he's standing there. He's sitting there, actually. He's crouched down and he's fucking died of old age. The guy's died of old age old age because you move the clock forward in your game. Brilliant. So then you just go, you nab his stuff, and then you move off. And it's a beautiful, it's an amazingly designed boss battle. But what tops it off is just after that, what happens? You walk through that little bit. There's kind of a, a couple of guards just in a little tower. And then you walk up a ladder straight after uh, that yeah. into one of the most memorable bits of the game. It's walking up a ladder for ages. What a thrill. It's so good. It's so, so good. Um, and that is my favourite boss battle of all time. The Excellent. End from MGS3. I love thinking about the bosses because it makes mm. me think like how hard it is to have a really good boss battle because there's yeah. so many boss battles that I've done or completed, but just the ones that stick in your head. Yeah. I feel like it's... often what you need in a game is maybe some one or two kind of almost generic type ones mm. which then highlight then when you switch up and do something different for another boss yeah that kind of that can elevate one but then you have to throw some to the dogs kind of you got to be like you got to have some generic stuff for me to realize how amazing this next bit is um, or you just start like god of war and give you the yeah, best just, thing right at the beginning exactly amazing amazing 
um well obviously we didn't we 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 haven't really played any souls games or or much so there's there's all sorts of bosses i've watched a lot of videos on some crazy bosses um and i i actually really appreciate some of these games we've mentioned do this um and souls is obviously a very very um big game that does this but i quite appreciate like a boss which is interesting which is just completely off the beaten track like you don't even need to do it it's not yeah. even part of the story it's like secret bosses almost i like that as being a way to add sort of difficulty to a game yeah so not maybe it's not like this impossible boss that you must beat to complete yeah. the story but if you want being, a challenge being something that's there if you want mm. to kind of like the final fantasy 12 ones like yes. where they are, they are optional like in even in 15 where there's the big um, Adamantois. Adamantois, yeah. which, which actually isn't even hard. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it's, it's just but still, I, I love that kind of extra challenge if you want. It doesn't have to impede you kind of as you're going through the main story, but here's a bit of a, a bit of a curveball. Yeah. Um, excellent. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a good, uh, good old little chat on, on bosses. Excellent. That um, brings us then to bets. To bets. Bets. So last time we yes. had a bet, and the bet was. We were going to open a random, oh no, sorry, the top review. Yes, the for, first one. The first one that appears on uh, Open Critic for Death Stranding. Yeah. Um, and what we were going to do, we were going to count the number of times the word deliver or delivery, delivering, delivered, uh, anything like that mm. was in the review. Yeah, because that's okay. all the game is. Because so. it's just a delivery game. Yeah. UPS exactly. the game. Yeah. Um, now, the review in question yeah. was the Eurogamer review. Yes. That was one that happened to yeah. be at the top. A recommended review. A recommended review. Now, Andy, you guessed... I guessed 12 because... 12. I tell you my thought process behind it. I was assuming on Opercritic we were going to go on and some random troll was going to be at the top because it had got the most clicks or something like that. And it was just going to be crapping on it yeah, about yeah. being deliveries all the time. And it turned out it was actually Eurogamer instead. Um, so that's why I went. I thought it was quite high, but so I thought really carefully about this, and I was thinking, well, maybe you know, I was thinking, well, if the word deliver, it could be in many different forms. Mm. But then I thought, screw that, I'm just going to pick one number below you ah, because I'm, lo- I'm on a losing streak. Yeah. So I said eleven. Yeah. Now, well, I'm, I'm confident that the streak's going to continue, so we'll be fine. Well, I there was thirteen. I counted. Yeah. I sat. I read the review. Yeah. And I counted how many times the word deliver was in, in the review or in a word in the review. Yeah. And the answer was eight. Fuck. Eight. So, All right, well done. what that means is the streak's that over. Gryffindor's streak stops at two. So Gryffindor are currently on two points. Yeah, yeah. And they're here on episode 10 of Bomb Squad. Hufflepuff mm. have hit seven. Seven, two. To the mighty what, on episode Orange 10? Army. It's not eight ten, eight two. No, because remember we we wouldn't have had a, a bet on the first episode. Ah, see, very very Maths. clever, very Maths. clever. So, um, what a way to celebrate! Yeah. the tenth episode of Bomb Squad by my team Hufflepuff are now five ahead of Gryffindor once again. So, I'm very pleased. Um, I'm pleased for you. Are you? No, I didn't think so. Not at all. So next time, next time, we're uh, we're we're keeping on the hype train. We're 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 a, a PlayStation podcast first and foremost, and uh, the big PlayStation game that's come out 
is Death Stranding. I'm going to keep on talking about this game until I can't. What's, I've never heard of it. Um, it's this small game by an indie developer called Hideo Kojima. Yodel the game. Yodel the game. And, uh, God, the trolls. Um, the trolls. <laughs> what we're going to do is, by the time we next record, I should have the game, not physically in my hand, but digitally in my hand. And I'm going to have a look. At, within the first hour of the game... So pressing... Pressing... Start. Get, start. New game. New game. Go. That's the time. Select. Like, oh, well, yeah, but like select oh, so, difficulty, yeah, yeah, any of that. So that stuff. The, the first time you press and then it stops being menus that you're okay. pressing. You press. So if there's like a character customization thing, which there isn't, but if there was, we continue to go until you press... Just, right. just the character customization thing. I know that there isn't. Mm. Does that count as gameplay? No. Okay. Cool. Maybe. No. From there, we're going to see in the first hour of the game, how many minutes am I going to be controlling? So how many minutes of gameplay are there? So that doesn't include to... like being able to control the camera in a cutscene because I'm pretty sure scene. you can. Yeah, not in a cutscene. No, no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking just full on me moving the characters around, okay. doing stuff, interacting with things. So, within the first hour, what do you think, Chris? Now, is this a closest closest win? Yeah, yeah. We all, we always have a winner on this. We, we, don't, we don't like to, to leave someone out. Okay. The number of minutes of, of actual gameplay you control in the character in the yeah. first hour of the game. Yeah. Zero. Whoa. I love this. I love this. Going for that low. I'm thinking now, he's getting some big... There's a lot of exposition to do at the beginning of this game. There, there's a lot to explain. And Hideo Kojima loves a long... Zero cutscene. minutes. Now, I will say... Yeah. MGS4, I believe, had a cutscene, which I think was something like 84 minutes long. And I think that was the longest one he's ever done. I don't know if there's longer than this now. But it's gonna, that's going to have to be almost a record-topping first. I mean, just saying. Okay. Zero okay. minutes. So what I'm going to go of gameplay, I'm going to say there is 41 minutes of gameplay. See, I feel like I've got you here. I feel like I've got you. you know? You've gone too high. You should have said, I could, one, I could, have said I one minute. I could have said one minute, said and, one minute. And, and clearly won it. But no, I'm, I'm always going in for 41 minutes. Not, I'm not into this bullshit kind of... So what we're saying is, if there is... 21 minutes mm. you win pretty much yeah so 20 and a half that's that's we'll call it roughly yeah i win 20 yeah. and a half and down i win yeah yeah we'll call it that cool. 20 and a half and downwards you win well, 20 and 29 seconds i win because yes. of rounding yeah, yeah 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 that's maths as well that's maths quick maths yeah. you might say i really hope it's an engaging i think uh, engaging I think you've, I think decision. you've messed up here no because i know hideo kojima you don't. He is my favourite game creator. I know him. He wants us to be involved in this. We're about to connect society together. He's got to tell us what the Death Stranding is. No, 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 no. That happens like 10 hours into the game. They'll have some big story dump. You, I just want to throw this out there. I'm willing to double down on the points oh, here if you want. I'm going to, hold on, put your hand out. Okay. No, other hand. Other hand. I'm going to shake double, your hand. Double points. Double points. I'm that. Week. I'm. I'm confident. Woo boy. So next. Next time it could be seven four, or more likely it's going to be nine two. The worst thing is, this I feel like is putting my first hour's impression of the game under like threat. <laughs> I'm now going to hate the first hour because it's all just a cutscene. There's going to be the the best cutscene you've ever yeah, seen in your life, and you're going to be sitting there like. Fuck's my so. favorite thing about the MGS games is all the cutscenes <laughs> in it, and I'm going to hate this game for it. Oh, I can't wait to go 9-2 up. Back. 
No, I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm, this is this is where I really pull it back. I make up for last week for well this week's M1, and I'm gonna. I mean, it's it's win win for me, isn't it? Because either way, I'm still three points ahead of you. Either way, yeah. Like even if you win, I'm still three points ahead. In seven what? four. Well, I could. Oh yeah, oh, so, I yeah, be, yeah. And you'll be. And more I might be seven yeah, points yeah, yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Like I just when you get this bigger lead, like you can do whatever you want. You know, arrogance will be the downfall of all men. Okay. There is an inspirational quote. Wow. Straight from the horse's mouth. I'm going to have to reflect on that no. over the next week. Anyway, I think that signals enough of this. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Okay. It's enough. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Let the Rope. Oh, shit. I've done it again. I've fucking done it again. I kind of feel like you did that on purpose. I did that one on purpose. Okay. Hey, see, it'll be a bit. It'll be a bit. It'll be kind of funny. Is that going. a bit? I don't know. Uh, at In Dreams Club. Thanks. And you'll hear about all the latest podcasts that we produce, whether that's Bomb Squad, our PlayStation podcast, mm-hmm. or Realize. Mm, our kind of film, film and TV and film our, club. Our, our media. Media. No. Well, I don't like the word no, media. No, 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 no. Film and TV. Club. Film and TV club. Analysis. Sam, club sandwich. Sit around. Smoke a pipe. Yeah. With a whiskey. And maybe even agree that a film is good or bad. We, I think we started off agreeing. Yeah, it very quickly went, went um, off a cliff though. Yeah. But anyway. Excellent. That's that. It, oh, in dreamsclub.com. Yes, check it out. Websites. Lovely splash picture there. Lovely splash. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, thank you very much for listening as always. And uh, we'll talk to you next. We'll, hear, we'll talk to you. I don't think we're going to talk to you. We'll You'll just listen. You. You'll you listen. Know, I think talking to someone implies that we'll conversation. You'll receive us. That's. I don't like that. Okay. You need to think of a way to like sign this off. Yes. Yeah. We always end up going bye. Like well, I like my bye. Bye. Yeah, but I feel like you need to be something. It needs to be something like, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll catch we'll, you we'll later. Catch, your, your bomb disposal you squad. <laughs> your bitch. <laughs> All right. I, we, we've got to cut this off. Bye. Bitch.